This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome in to another edition of The Tailgate. The Tailgate brought to you by all of our great sponsors, and uh, we appreciate them. Uh, Today, uh, Robbie Andrew, and this is kind of going to be a Tuesday staple, I think, Robbie, because Jeff's always gone on Tuesdays because Florida always plays two-for-ones. I think next week they don't. Next week I think they have FAU for two home. They're both at home, I think. I'm not 100% sure. Well, whenever you need me, Pat, just give me a call. Well, Cheap right. and available. You are cheap and available. <laughs> so call you maybe is what you're saying. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, great time Jeff and I had out at uh, Spurrier's last night with the uh, first-year coach award. That Who won the awards, Pat? The, uh, uh, Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes. Yeah. And they also had a uh, legend award for uh, uh, Mark uh, – uh, Bobby Stoops, and he was there. It was great to see him. He's I got saw, the goatee going, doesn't he? He does. I saw Rick Rundle, too. I hadn't seen him in a long time. I saw a we, picture of him on, on Facebook. Yeah, man. we had a great talk. And um, He's doing okay? Saw the Dorings. Both, uh, you know them very well. Yeah. Um, we had uh, we had a very good off-the-record discussion. <laughs> you did? Well, I'll tell you about it all, later on. Uh, and, of course, Chris Doring was there. Judd Davis. We had Tommy Townsend on the show. I saw him in a picture, too. Yeah, we had Coach Spurrier, obviously, and we had Sonny Dykes. And I tell you what, I, I said this to Jeff afterwards. I go, man, I kind of get why people want to go play for this guy. He's, yeah, I've heard the same. He's, he's, he's not a gung-ho, rev him up, but he just – you talk to him and you go, eh, I, I want to hang out with you. Yeah. You know, you're pretty cool. So he won the uh, first-year coach award. I saw your boy Mike Griffith was there. I assume he was. I for did. The- Sports writers, I guess. Yeah, well, he, that's he's the guy who came up with the idea. It, he did? Well, they already had a first-year coach, and they needed to put a, a, a name with it. Okay. And, and if they put a name with it, it was going to get more pub. And then they didn't even know Spurrier was, was going to open. And then Spurrier's open, and it's even become a bigger deal. Perfect. So it has worked out really well. I did tell Jeff that if uh, – if because uh, they were bringing guests in, and I said, if they bring my grips, then I'll just step out. <laughs> did you wear a tie? No, I was totally underdressed, which is why I cut out. Uh, I saw everybody was in a tie. Yeah, it was a little formal, more formal than I thought it was going to be. I was just in my shorts, and <laughs> which is my my basically my uniform. Well, it's shorts weather right now, Pat. So. Well, it's shorts weather when it's 30, uh, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Legs don't get cold. Yeah, but I'm... Uh, got a lot going on. There's a lot going on. In fact, I'm looking forward to uh, Saturday going to Lyrics for Life. Sister Hazel and uh, Darius Rucker, of course, from Hootie and the Blue. They're pretty tight, aren't they? They're very close. Yeah. And uh, they're going to be playing, and that's going to be a lot of fun. I uh, look forward to that. I did want to, and I and look, I know that, and I'm not saying they're, there's a reason why they're not, but I'm just saying Gators Dockside is not a sponsor here, and usually we don't like to talk about people that aren't sponsors, but when you donate to the Bob Dooley Invitational, I'll talk about you. 
And uh, I heard today from uh, uh, Jerry over there at Gators Dockside, who he's got Gators Dockside yeah. and some Paisan. He, he was, he's got a lot going on. He's a great guy. Um, they are having, and I knew you were stunned by this, their 20th birthday celebration on March 9th. God, that's unbelievable. That 20, went by quick. 20 years of uh, Gator Stockside. And I, I mean, I know you've all been there, like you've been to places that we love, like Ballyhoo. And uh, I go to Gator Stockside too. It's like an either or. Which yeah. one? Which one? Today? I liked when the uh, pre tournament thing was yeah. there. Yeah. It was well, across the street. It was, yeah. Because, well, of course, I, Tim still fell down. <laughs> He fell down. I I was last night watching the and I, I got to be careful here, but the Eddie Murphy uh, Raw, where he's talking about his uh, aunt yeah. falling down the steps. <laughs> oh Jesus, Lord Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> and get her Goonie Google mobile and get it. It. I say Goonie Google all the time, and a lot of people look at me like, "What is? Goonie what are you Goonie? talking about?" Yeah, that was like everybody knew Goonie Google because of Eddie Murphy and that. But anyway. Um, so they are going to have a ten pack of wings for four ninety nine draft beer for a dollar fifty five to close DJ night. They're going to have a wing eating contest. I want to give them props not only because I I really like the place and I like Jerry very much, but they've been a great uh, sponsor uh, of the Bob Billy Invitational, as have all of our great sponsors, including many of them. Yeah, you've been very here. fortunate. Thanks. Yeah, very lucky. This community has embraced our tournament. And uh, these uh, football coaches are embracing it almost too much. I mean, I keep getting helmets every day. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I was telling you, I, I got a helmet today, and uh, as as I'm taking the box out, I tripped over another box with a helmet in it, so I had to bring it in. I mean, there's probably I probably got I don't know six or seven helmets. What's along. the most you ever got have gotten for a helmet? Oh. Was it a Gator helmet? Yeah, it was probably a Gator helmet. It might have been but a the Georgia one. Went Kirby big too. went big for yeah. like maybe three hundred, three fifty, something wow, like that. Wow, that's unbelievable. And then um, we've had a couple. Like, like, yeah, I think the Urban Jaguar went pretty good. You that never wouldn't know. go very big now, though. <laughs> no, well, no, but you never know what you're going to get. But I mean, that's you know, we uh, we reached out to all these coaches. We are honoring Mike Leach. Uh, at the tournament, we're putting him into our Hall of Fame. He gave us a uh, a helmet every year. That uh, yeah, he you could always count. It was on unbelievable, him. unbelievable. I mean, he was at Texas Tech. Yeah, he was at Washington State. Yes, he was at Mississippi State. Yeah, first helmet in would be his. Yeah, every year, and Mister um, Reliable. And I just always appreciate that. So uh, we're trying to do something. We're still trying to figure out what we're going to do. Although I do know that purple vodka was his favorite, grape vodka. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that. I haven't either. As you know, I've had many kinds many of vodka. Many kinds of vodka. Most of them. Uh, With cranberry juice. Yes. And they were, but I don't know about grape. I may. What I, would you mix that with? I don't, I don't know if you have to. Maybe you don't. There was a time when I was in, um, Joni at the time was dating this guy named Arnie. I don't know if you ever. Arnold Palmer? Yes, <laughs> Arnold Palmer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was part of Arnie's army. And uh, no, she was dating this guy named Arnie. He was really rich, lived up in Connecticut. Why does Joni always find the rich men? I don't, well, <laughs> I don't think that's by coincidence. <laughs> I mean, her second husband wasn't that rich. He was okay. Though. He was he did okay. pretty well, yeah. yeah. But, uh, She's moved up since then, though. 
Uh, I, I like Billy, so I, no, yeah. I'm not going to. I mean, I like Billy and I like Josh. They're both yeah. great guys. Her first husband, not so not so good. First husband was. How many she had? Moved now? her to Saudi Arabia. He did? Yeah, and uh, she got put in jail because she talked to somebody at a grocery store. It sounds store. like a movie. It, it, it literally <laughs> was. So, so anyway, how many has she had now? She's now on three, and that's going to be it, I'm pretty sure. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's three. Yeah. Well, I got, <laughs> I've, I've, I've had two. Jamie's, I think, at three. He is? Yeah. Tim's the only one that, that Tim has been he's steady all the way, yeah. He's a rock. What was the point I was going to make? I don't remember. Joni. About Arnie. The guy oh, named yeah. Arnie. So we um, – he flew us up for Thanksgiving. Flew us up, had a car, uh, like a town car, meet us at the uh, LaGuardia. Oh, okay. Drove us to this place, this unbelievable place. And he had in his living room – this, or not in his living room, his dining room, this basically like a water dispenser, you know, but it was just full of – Vodka? Like it's vodka, but it was a, a real fruity vodka. It was delicious. So you drank it straight? Well, and you and it was the trouble was it tastes too good. Uh oh. <laughs> That's trouble. It's like uh my uh sister in law, uh Tim's wife, Melinda, said the first time she had <laughs> uh she had a Bud Light Lime, she goes, This is like crack. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, it is. It, is. it kinda Bud is. Bud Light Lime is great. It does, it tastes so good. Anyway, enough talking about drinking today. Uh, but we got a lot of things we do want to talk about, including changes in college football. We talked a lot about them last week. I want to talk more about them with Robbie. Also, uh, a lot of things. To do. Oh, we want to talk about the spring game, which has now been set for the time, uh, and we'll tell you what that is. We want to talk about I, – I, it, it's unbelievable to me, Robbie, that we're sitting here today. If you had told me a year ago, next year at this time, Florida is going to be playing Georgia, and Mike White will be Georgia's coach, and you won't care about the game. I would have never. I would have that. never no. dreamed that was no. possible. But yeah, you would have dreamed that Mike White could be gone, but not that he'd be at Georgia, or that I wouldn't care about the game. Yeah, you know, because it means nothing. Yeah. So we'll talk a little. I bit may about, not even watch a little bit about that, and we'll talk about um, Gator baseball tonight. Of course, we'll talk about. Uh, Caglione, who uh, I like the my favorite nickname for him so far is Keg Keg Tony. He's like no, it's not that's not the way to pronounce it. Well, the guy the guy that plays for the Angels, Shatoni, right? Yeah. Okay. So Keg Tony. No, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. work. You got to come up with something better. Yeah. I like what we had for uh, Mickey F and Mantle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that that does work, obviously. <laughs> So we'll talk about all that. we got plenty of things to talk about. We'll take as many phone calls as we can get in. Again, we're going to have to get out a little bit early today, uh, about 10 minutes early because of uh, Florida baseball. J.U., are they any good? Uh, they're usually pretty solid, right? They're okay, yeah. Uh, look, Florida, if they want to, they'll just muscle up on them and, and beat them. Yeah. But, um, you know, a lot of it's going to depend on – to me, it all, all it depends on uh, midweek games like this. Pitching. Not just pitching. Throwing strikes. Yeah. Don't let anybody get on base for free. Yeah. Make them earn everything they get. If not, and, you're going to have a, like a 12 they get, to 11 game. And when they get in trouble, and that's what happened at um, – and don't make errors, but that's what happened to the one game they've lost this year. Yeah. So. What's your early take? I know that Florida's hitting the cover off the ball, but what's your t- early take on the pitching situation for uh, Florida? I, I, think it's the, I think it's really good, but they've got to figure out middle relief. We talked a little but bit about But they know they're three guy, weekend guys. They now know that. Sure. But again, now you're like almost like more like 
stay healthy, guys. You know, if you yeah. can stay healthy, they're going to be good. They're going to host a regional, and then then you got to have them healthy for the regional. So that's really what. That's it's always all. the thing. I'm I'm looking at the ticker there on ESPN. There's all kinds of major league players already hurt. I know. In spring. I know. Including Some, the one guy for the Dodgers is out. Lux. L- yeah, I, I'm not really familiar with. He's him. out I did of Lux. See the story. Yeah. Yes. He's <laughs> he's almost lo- as bad as uh, I. I've told this story before, but um, there was a guy that played for the ja- uh, the Jaguars, the uh, Jacksonville Bulls, linebacker. Good guy, really. I actually we were kind of buddies. He he played at Georgia Tech, and his name was Danny Lutz. I remember that. Yeah, name. I remember that. He was a good player, yeah. and uh, so anyway, uh, we were in Oakland, and he slips in the shower and dislocates his shoulder. Right, and the next day they cut him. Uh, I'm like, I'm like I was really upset, I was, and I went to the GM because he was. It was a. Uh, now I'm blanking on his name. Nick, it was a Noel. He was a big Noel guy. Nick, Nick, he was big friends with Monk Bonasort. I, Nick, I, uh, I know I can see him. I can I can see him too, but I can't think of his name. But anyway, I went to him. I go, man, that's that's ridiculous. I'm going to write a story ripping you guys for this. He goes, <laughs> he explained it to me, and I went, yeah, you're probably right. He had to cut him at that. Did point. he sue the hotel for slipping in the shower? He did sue him. Yes, good. He did sue him, and I think he won his lawsuit. But when Kelsey was a little girl, and I would help her into the bathtub, I would always say, "Don't be a klutz like Danny Lutz." That's a good one. And so that became her. <laughs> Now, I don't know if she, I think she remembers that, but that was it. That's, she knew every day when she was going to take a bath, don't be a clutch like Danny Les was coming. I had one when the kids were little in the radio. If Justin Bieber came on, I'd go, I'd go is that Justin Bieber or Keith Niebuhr? <laughs> they loved it. I don't know why. Why did they? They didn't know Keith Niebuhr. Bieber or Niebuhr. But if they knew Niebuhr, yeah. then they would be going, Daddy, don't bring just, that name. It was just a tradition. Yep. Bieber or Niebuhr? You have a lot of those when they're kids. Or Nehi Huber. Nehi Huber. All right, we'll be back with more. We'll also give you an update on Gator Golf. They're in the final round of the golf tournament they're playing out in Southern Highlands in Las Vegas. Beautiful golf course. We'll tell you what they're doing. So we got all kinds of things to talk about here on the tailgate ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Miguel Molina. The number six Florida baseball team will travel north to take on Jacksonville University tonight at six. The Gators are on fire, starting their season 7-1 and and are currently on a three-game winning streak. Coverage starts right here at 5.55. The Gator men's basketball team will travel to Athens as they take on the University of Georgia tonight at seven. Florida has struggled since forward Colin Castleton went down, losing their last three games. To keep their NCAA tournament chances alive, the Gators will look to gain a win against the Bulldogs. In other Gator sports, Florida women's basketball will take on the Kentucky Wildcats tomorrow in the SEC tournament. The Gators look to extend their season and make a run at an NCAA tournament bid. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Miguel Molina. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. 
You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our old cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. You were trying to think of it, but you couldn't think of it. Remember the guy when they when Tom Hanks and John Lovitz used to do that those characters on Saturday Night Live where they would they would stand there and girls would pass them by and they go, "Hey, good looking," yeah. and you have no interest in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to come. I couldn't think right. of the right words to put together though. <laughs> All right, we uh, know the feeling. By the way, so let us uh, give you the, it's not breaking news that much, but it certainly is news that if you are going to the spring game on April 13th, one week, or one week, one month exactly before the Bob Dooley Invitation. Oh, that's right. Yep. Uh, if you're going there, it's 7.30. It's going to be the game time. It's a Thursday game. Is it free again like last year? Uh, I, I have to look that up. I don't know. I went. I kind of enjoyed watching the spring game last year. 
I think I wrote, I went and worked on it, worked it. The beer helped. <laughs> well, I couldn't do that, but yeah. No, it's, um, it'll be fun. Yeah, but it, again, I we're going to go to that game with one thing in mind. Let's watch the quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all we're going to be thinking about. And that's all Think of how different it is about. from last spring with the quarterback situation. Yeah. You were hoping. Where they had like want, four guys that were all. Yeah, but you knew Richardson was going to be the guy. Yeah. But you, were, you were like, let's see if there's another guy that can. Yeah. Make, and, and then you watch him. Like, I, I went from that spring game. And I, I knew Jack Miller was going up against with his. He was going with second teamers and yeah. everything. But I just went, I don't see anything there. I, I don't. I just didn't see anything. I, I came away thinking he could run the offense to be a capable backup in an emergency thing. I, I, but I didn't. I but, don't know. But it wasn't like if if he didn't Richardson went down in game two, they'd be all right. You didn't. No, you that. didn't. I didn't. Did, I didn't get that feeling yet. And that's the way I've, Graham Mercer's entire career has been to me. Well, he's okay. He, he's it's good. He's smart. He's a smart guy. He knows what he where to go with the ball. But there's nothing. There's no wow the, factor. The, no. the national media does not seem as happy about him being here as. Some Florida people that who think he's going to be pretty good. I I think the national media thinks he is what he is, and well, they watched. It's probably not going to be good enough. They've watched him play, and I mean, I think the, a lot of it is that a lot of people say, "Hey, you know, uh, this guy was a three-year starter at Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, he, man, that's not doing it for me." No. I've I've watched him play, but again, he may come here, get coached in a different system. And Maybe it's, it's what he needs, and it all clicks for him. And it all works out. He does great. I think he. I think he does have some talent. Oh yeah, there's no question about that. Apparently, he's so. just got to play. Uh, and again, he's going to be playing totally different ball where they're going to go for it on fourth down a lot. Let's go to the phones and Byron's up. What's going on, Byron? Hey, Pat, man. First of all, I got to shout out Oak Hall, man, and their coaching staff in baseball. And now I'll get back to that in a minute. But first, I want to kind of just say, man, you know. Uh, Baseball back in the days, Pat, if you remember, uh, I'm, I know you're an Atlanta fan. I, you know, Smoltz, Glavin, and, and Maddox and those guys, it seemed like they always worked to the seventh, the sixth, seventh, eighth inning, and then you had a reliever come in, and we hoped they didn't blow it. You know, and, and I'm going to Gator pitching. Um, the coaching staff that I was sitting with the other day, thank you for inviting me, but we were noticing that the clock back at the back, and they got a 20-second clock. And it took me a while to realize what it was doing. And then you got so long to change innings, and I don't know what they do to Coach Sullivan coming out. But my point is, after four innings, both of those great pitchers on, on Cincinnati had a good pitcher too. It, it was Sunday, and they both had to go out. It, I, 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 is the college game even going like the pro game where you got to have three and four, you know, people in there? And that's what's so important about the Gator bullpen because you know it doesn't seem like. One person, Cags couldn't go past four, and all the stuff he did that would have been amazing anyway. Thanks, Pat, and go Gators. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, sorry, I turned off the wrong thing. Um, the bottom line is, this early in the season, you're not going to stretch these guys out, and that's one reason Sully gets great pitchers because they know they're going to, he's going to take care of them. Well, yeah, there's that's his big yeah. thing. So and they, he showed that in the first week. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So they want to come here and they want to go. Hey, you know, we'll be fine. Uh, we, we're not. He's not going to overextend us, and he's not going to put us in a bad situation, especially early in the season. Later in the season, you may. <coughs> <coughs> sorry, you may see somebody pitch a complete game. You may see somebody go seven innings, three games in a row. 
Uh, but this this early in the year, you're gonna and you're and you're trying to find out yeah. about your bullpen. Well, I liked what he did. He's found his closer, right, Pat? Yes. And he elected not to pitch him two nights in a row because it's early in the year. I think that's a great message to everybody, any pitcher, that he's taking care of you. It's too early to be going back to back games, coming out in a relief role. And I do closing think, role. Yeah, and he was mentioning you know the the great Maddox and guys like that that pitch complete games. These days, everybody throws so hard. You, it's hard to throw complete games because it, it the stress it puts on your arm. Back then, Maddox was just you know yeah turning the ball, and it, it was unbelievable to watch. This. He was into he he was his ball never never oh. straight. He never threw a straight. My pitch. dad used to call him the surgeon. <laughs> he was. He's a surgeon, but that's the thing. But now I think the strength, and it's it's not just um, obviously your. Uh, you know, on on your actual arm, but the elbow with the uh, yeah. uh, Tommy John Tommy John. we've seen and, and the shoulder, Jeff yeah. went through that. Well, I mean, Pat, 15, 20 years ago, throwing 90 miles an hour was considered really oh, good. Now deal. it's like, man, that guy didn't have anything. Yeah, He's I not throwing 98 miles an hour, 99? The first the first weekend it went, they went 198-98 were the fastest That's pitches for Florida starting staff. Now, if you throw it 100 miles an hour, with no movement at all, Goodbye. eventually people are going to catch <laughs> yeah. up to it, and there are going to be a lot of home runs hit off you. But you see, so you've got to have movement. You've got to have a second pitch. You got to put the doubt into the to the mind of the of the hitter. There's no Did doubt. Did Maddox about it. ever reveal his secret for the movement on his ball on his pitches? That- it was a lot of the grip. He just had a way of gripping. He had long fingers, unlike me. Yeah. Um, and he would grip it a certain way, and it would just it would just move. And it was it, fun you know, watching him thing. pitch from behind. It was Watching incredible. the movement on his pitches. Uh, it was so much fun, too, because the games would be over in like an hour and a half. Yeah. He never walked anybody. Which brings me to our next thing. You know, he never did. That was the key. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, today, I'm, I actually was watching some of this game, the Mets and Astros, just because it was on. And, um, you know, they were talking a lot about the pitch clock, and uh, Tim Kirkton was talking about how the batters are having more trouble in the the actual pitchers because yeah. they're they always used to s- yeah. sitting there, grab your crotch, spit, redo your gloves, redo never, your you gloves, know. grab your crotch again, yeah. gr- get the butt crack thing. Yeah, fixed. you got to stand in there and hit now. Yeah, and so uh, there, he said Alonzo was one of them, and Alonzo said he always regripped his gloves. Yeah, he always. Said, I, he told uh, his manager afterwards. He goes after his first at bat. He goes, I can't do this. I can't do this clock thing. And his next at bat, he hit a homer. <laughs> so, <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. Can do it. But it will speed just got to adjust. Up. And I, what I wonder the most, though, Robbie, is whether because we've already seen a game affected by it. Uh, there was a Braves Red Sox, I think it was, that was they the game ended in a tie because the guy didn't get in the batter's box at the time. But I'm fine with that part of it, especially. Yeah. I think, of, and I think in the college game too. I think eventually it'll all settle in because I don't. I think they're going to enforce it a lot in the in the spring training, and then it'll be like it'll be like uh, the play clock in in college football, where you get used if to, the yeah. clock goes to zero, then you look down, and if the ball's not snapped, then you call penalty. Yeah. So you get an extra second. I think yeah. that's what you'll see in baseball. Yeah. But I mean, it's I, an adjustment, though. No question about it. Absolutely, um, it is. Um, I did want to get into one other thing, but I want to I want to wait on it a little bit. Uh, good news today for Brian Johnson. He's now the officially the offensive coordinator at Philadelphia. Man, he uh, his star has risen. It has uh, remarkably fast. 
Yeah, it's also part of the beginning of the end for Florida football that we've we've seen because when he left, it just went. I know. It wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. And of course, uh, Trask left at the same time. He did. So Yeah. And somebody threw a shoe. <laughs> yeah. Which I was actually flipping through my Facebook, and they always, you know, I have these movies and Saturday Night Lives that always pop in there. And one was the whole episode with the Austin Powers trainer. Who throws a shoe? <laughs> Florida football hadn't been the same since that shoe went flying. Has not. It ha- It really hadn't. It has not. And that was our second game as retirees. What was our first? Tennessee. We weren't there. But oh, that no. was the first game. Oh. They they beat Kentucky was our last game. And I, I then they played Tennessee. Then they played at Tennessee and they beat him. They didn't play great in that game. But they had pl- they had plenty of offense. Yeah. Huh? But they came back and then they that's when the LSU game happened. So I may have been misspoken when I said that Florida is so that would be what uh, twelve and and fourteen and three it'd be twelve and seventeen. So they're actually thirteen and seventeen since we retired. God. That's I, awful. I blame myself. Included in that is a loss to Vanderbilt. Yeah, it was. Uh, apparently, Florida can't beat Vandy in anything. Football or basketball. Gymnastics either. They, they have trouble have, with They don't have base- a gymnastics They team. have trouble with them in baseball, yeah. too. Of course, everybody does. They don't have a softball team either, I don't think so. so yeah. Those are the sports where Florida will be okay against Vanderbilt. I don't it's know. It's spring sports school now, Pat. Yeah, which is fine. I like the spring sports. Yeah. I, I just don't like them to be exclusively good. Where nothing know? else is. Yeah. Uh, speaking of spring sports, Florida's golf team right now is out at Southern Highlands in Las Vegas, and they got a really good team, and they're playing well today. Seven under for the day, but kind of got into a hole. Uh, I think shot even yesterday. So they are. this is the last day of the tournament. They are 12 under in sixth place, a great tournament with all these great teams that are in it. Uh, including uh, North Carolina, who's leading at their number four in the country. Illinois, seven in the country. Oklahoma's nine in the country. Georgia Tech's eight. So this is a big-time field. Uh, Florida struggled with that one round, but they're playing really well today. Good to see. And um, that this is a really good team. And I, I know that um, Coach uh, Deacon thinks it's a really special team. But in golf, as you know. You never know. Robbie, I went you out. Wake up every day not knowing what you're going to get. I went out there Sunday, and I've been playing better, and I was really happy. I thought I had found some things. You and never it was figured like it out. Like I had never played golf before. Topping that's, shots. That's the game. It just you never have it figured out. It's too much. It's just all too much. Yeah. All right, we got to get a no break. No guarantees. That's what I know, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some more things, including um, I want to talk about something that happened 40 years ago. We'll see what Robbie. Forty years ago, Robbie's thoughts are on that. Forty years ago, you. Forty years ago, you were. Um, you were married. Forty years ago, so was I. I was. Yeah, when you were twenty-eight. Forty years ago would be what. Eighty-three. Nineties. No, I wasn't <laughs> married then. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, all right, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more here on the tailgate here on ESPN. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing, since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Partly cloudy skies are expected as temperatures tonight fall through the 80s into the 70s and eventually land into the middle 60s by early tomorrow morning. Now with that does come the potential for some areas of dense fog, so visibility under a quarter of a mile will be possible tomorrow morning. As we get into the afternoon, we'll see mostly sunny skies, a bit more sunshine than what we saw today, highs in the mid-80s. From the Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Pallard. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. So Daniel Snyder. I didn't know that he had the authority to tell the NFL because you still have to be approved. If, if, if you're able to place a bid, is everybody cleared before they make a bid? That's what I'm curious about. Because you can make a bid, but Jeff Bezos can't. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew kind of become a Tuesday fixture, which is fine with me. Love having Robbie on. 
talk about a myriad of things, uh, including uh, we were talking earlier about how, and now we've got the, the picture up there uh, because they always, you know, take the picture. They'll, they'll get highlights off this uh, one of the TV screens here. Uh, and it's Stedman Coliseum, and I, I just, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I thought I, this game would matter. It doesn't matter at all. No, win, lose, it doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. It's just Is the NIT in play, though? I don't think it is. I don't think so either. Uh, you can't get in with a losing record. They're going to have a losing record. Yeah, they're one below now. They're They'll go two below tonight, at, probably. At best, they could split the last two, uh, and then you lose one in the tournament, you're out. So... Um, I mean, there's a possibility, but I, I don't think, I don't think anybody wants to watch these guys play anymore. Now, without Caston, I mean, it was hard to watch with him a yes. little bit, even though he was fun to watch. But now it's hard to watch them. And of course, they Florida, play hard, but they just they do. There's yeah. The only the, time they didn't, I thought they kind of had a little quit in them was at Arkansas. There was a little bit there. Yeah, things got going south, and yeah, it got got away from them. And that was their first game without him. You know, I, I just didn't think they played very well there. Um, the um, and also, of course, Gator Baseball will be joining uh, when we get off the air. We'll get off about 10 minutes early, and Florida is playing at JU. And then, of course, we'll have JU tomorrow, and Jeff will be back for the first hour of the show. He'll be doing it live from the ballpark, and we'll do that. Can't wait for it. Let's go to the phones and get uh, Tennessee Mike's up. What's going on, Mike? What's going on, guys? Glad, I was you. Glad you're in there, Robbie. Thanks. Good to hear from you. Hey, uh, guys, are y'all getting fired up for the second installment of the uh, Mike White Invitational? No. <laughs> I have no interest in it, to be honest. I, I will watch it because I I uh, have to write something about it. But, yeah, I, I it's two bad teams playing. Neither team got a good – neither team did well in yeah. the trade. And we were just talking, Cattleman, this Florida team now is impossible to watch, yeah, really. But, it's painful. Yeah, yeah, guys, but as we all know, the uh, excitement's off the court. I got a good look at Conzo Martin at Missouri and Bruce Pearl at Auburn. Anytime you got a former coach in the league, it's always must-see TV. Yeah. You, you boys ran him out of town, and here he comes. He's going to be the gift that keeps on giving, whether he gets fired or not here for the next three, four years. Florida and Georgia's a rivalry. Everybody in the, in the conference is watching. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, I they don't won know. round one. The Gators won, won yeah, round they won one the first here. But. Yeah, yeah. But Mike White's like those coaches you guys hire, young buck, kind of like Johnny Bravo, fits the suit. Just kind of a lot, lot of uh, lot of drama there anytime, anytime Mike White's uh, coaching against Florida, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I, I will say this, and I talked to Mike before the first game uh, here. We had a great conversation, and, and talked to him a little bit after the game. He was just glad to get that one over, and it, it certainly was weighing on his mind, you know, coming back to to here. But now he's on his own turf, and I don't think, uh, you know, again, Castleton's not playing. That's one of the guys that he was responsible for bringing yeah. there. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I just don't think it's that big a deal. Plus, it's two really bad teams playing basketball. Yeah. I tell you, a good room to be a fly in the wall in Pat would be uh, Mike White's wife and Mullen's wife talking about life in Gainesville. I bet that'd be an interesting conversation over two or three martinis, maybe Cosmos. You know, it's funny because when Mike White did leave, I I texted Will Muschamp and I said, "Will, I said I would love to be a fly in the wall while you guys drank beers and talked about Gator yeah, fans." Exactly. Uh, that would have been that would have been a good one. 
Hey, guys, moving along here real quick. I got a little uh, coaching hot seat talk. Uh, coaching hot seat is one of my favorite websites, guys. There, y'all might want to pull it up. I guess y'all have the internet. But uh, I want to wish um, Mark Emmert a very happy retirement. Do you guys want to join me on that? No. <laughs> okay. You don't want to be uh, happy? No, I no, don't. Uh, <laughs> no, I always go back to Don King. Only in America, only in America could the whole world rip you and you make make yourself filthy rich and go off to a nice happy retirement, probably living down in the villages. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, yeah. and not you don't even have to do a good job. Yeah, no, well, no, no, no. I, there we go, Pat. I would invite all the um, Mark Emmert critics, which are pretty much everybody under the sun uh, except for me, to um, quit being a hypocrite, and I would invite all these critics to say, what's your solution to NIL? Because you sure as hell don't have one. It's like the Rubik's Cube. Well, nobody has one. That's the sad thing. It's really affecting college It's more football. of a... If we're going to do use cliches, it's more of a Pandora's box. Once it opened up, they couldn't get anything back in. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be like me, Robbie, saying that sorry but Pat Dooley. He hadn't solved world peace yet. He's been writing for the newspaper for 50 years, and he hadn't solved world peace. He's been trying, though. He, he doesn't quit. I did. That's sorry, that's He's sorry, putting, through the, putting in the effort. That, that sorry but Pat Dooley hadn't solved this Russia-Ukraine thing yet. It's all Pat's fault. Well, I've got a solution. <laughs> no, but I, I just think he gets a lot of unfair crap, and um, I always compare it to the little dog chasing the meat truck through the neighborhood, and the meat and the truck stops, and the little dog doesn't know what to do with it. None of these college administrators, none of these ads, they were all hoping Congress would pop out of the box and solve nil, and that didn't happen. Nobody had a solution. A lot more people besides than just Mark Emmer didn't have a solution. But for they this. could have solved this problem a long time ago. Yeah, but but but, but it's late. They just avoided sloppy. it. They avoided it. They thought they would win in court, and uh, and that's the advice that Mark Emmert gave them. And, that's and now why the NSA just backed out of it completely. Now they don't have anything. Hello? Oh, did he hang up? Cattleman? I didn't hang up on him. That's a no, first. He hung up on you. I don't know why he likes Mark Emmert. I don't get that. Sometimes I'll be in a press box, and I see Mark Emmert, and I go, Man, I just want to go up to him and, nah. I Punch him? No, just go up to him and say, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Why <laughs> did you let all this happen? Although I will say this. I was thinking about this today when I was driving in, Robbie. In the end, NIL may actually be a good thing. And I'll tell you why after this break. Okay. Okay. And so I, far, it's not. I'm just saying okay. it may end up being a good thing. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more. Here on the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AMWRU. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Miguel Molina. Number six ranked Gators baseball team hits the road to take on Jacksonville University tonight at six. Florida has been on a roll this season with a record of seven and one and has outscored their opponents 91 to 32 through eight games. Coverage starts right here at 555. In high school boys basketball, Hawthorne will take on Chipley in the Class 1A state semifinals tomorrow night. The Hornets made it to this round after beating the Newberry Panthers 43-41. Both teams will look to advance to the 1A state championship Friday. In other Gator sports, the men's basketball team will take on the University of Georgia tonight at 7. After suffering an 88-72 loss to Vanderbilt on Saturday, the Gators look to end their three-game losing streak tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Miguel Molina. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. It's an unprecedented diamond buying opportunity at International Diamond Center this weekend only. IDC is opening the vault with the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and Forever Mark diamonds. These are the best of the best. Certified by the world's top gem labs. Ethically sourced and hand-selected for remarkable brilliance. Rare, precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals from 1 carat to 20 carat diamonds. All on sale. It's IDC's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever. And if that wasn't enough, we're offering long-term zero-interest financing on any diamond purchase. Plus, for these three days, you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mounting, including the entire collections from both Takori and Baraggio. Don't miss this amazing opportunity, an open-to-the-public multi-million dollar diamond buying event this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only, and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us. Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics Mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan. And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. Or guardingyournestag.com. Non-private wealth LLC investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss. And there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Florida license number D056341. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here 
on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Got about 10 minutes left, uh, nine minutes left, until we wrap up the first hour. We'll be back for a second hour. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew, let us go to Lakeland Gator and see what he's got for us today. What's up, Lakeland Gator? Gentlemen, how you doing today? Good. Hey, I wanted to bring up the comments that Mike Alford, the FSU athletic director, made about FSU representing 15% of the income on the football side and that they should get 15% of the income of the conference because they're only getting 7%. Does he not realize that Clemson rules the conference now, not FSU? In those days of FSU dancing on people's logos while they cower in the corner, those days are gone. Yes, but, I mean, his point. one One more point. One more point. What about the four years they didn't make a bowl game? and they collected all the revenue from the teams that did make the bowl game. They're going to give it back? Well, you don't make that much from bowl games. Uh, most of that money um, is it all used, gets for, divided used up. for expenses, and all gets divided up a bunch of ways. But um, I think his point, and I'm not saying he's right, I think his point was, that, I mean, they've got the numbers that will show that more people watch Florida State games than watch NC State and Syracuse. You know, but it doesn't uh, matter, Pat. When you're in a conference, you everybody yeah, gets the you, same that's thing. The that's thing. part of it. That's you're, why you're guaranteed. You, and there was even some people that were saying, "What if we got out? How much would the buyout be?" And well, there's also something called the uh, grant of rights, which you're bound till 2036. Then that that to stay in your conference. So who would take them on if, if they left? No, where would I, they go? It's it's. I understand his being upset, and I understand you being upset. Because FSU is not what they used to be. They, they they don't, but they still get better TV ratings than a bunch of schools. Yeah, schools that have better have it, had a better programs. It not it, clubs, but though. it doesn't matter when you're in a conference; you're all the same. Yeah, I'd be like um, I'd be like uh, Georgia now, saying, "Hey, you know, we want a bigger share of of the thing because we look at what we've been able to do." Yeah, now, yeah, what were you doing? Ten years ago, what were you doing when uh, Ray Goff was your coach? I'll tell you who's not complaining, Vanderbilt. No. <laughs> well, well, one more point. If FSU said, our statistics show, figures don't lie, but liars sure can figure, and it was their statistics that they came up with, so you could probably skew that any way you wanted. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what the numbers. I would assume that they came from somebody that uh, did a study on it. Uh, I don't know though um, whether it is. But um, look, I, if FSU's on, I'm watching. I will say that. But I'm watching it with a little different attitude than uh, most FSU fans. But um, you're negative rooting. I'm negative rooting. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Versus if FSU's playing uh, Boston College and. NC State's playing uh, Wake Forest on the other TV. The NC State-Wake Forest game is a much better game, but I'm watching the FSU game. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> the negative rule. Well, FSU <laughs> hopes that one day they can have a university their football team can be proud of. You're absolutely That's right. That's true. Yes. I appreciate the call. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Boy, smack starts starting early. Yeah, good. Byron, what's going on? Well, actually, I wanted to talk about the same thing in the the gentleman from Lakeland took some of my thunder, so I don't actually know what to add besides that. I know I've listened to 
one of the earlier shows and hear the FSU athletics are out there whining that they're losing money. And, uh, and of course, I was you know, wondering just what to do about the media rights. I don't think he had much of a thing to hang his hat on. No, that's their problem. He they're, does. He doesn't. There's nowhere to their go. Their problem is that they signed a bad deal and they can't get out of it. And, um, you know, and it, not only that, but I mean, I, they they can't expand the way the SEC and the Big Ten did. You know, just to expand doesn't mean you're going to get more people watching your games and get more money, uh, and and be able to renegotiate a deal that you a bad deal that you signed. So, it it is what it is, and they look. I get his frustration, but it it is what you, you're stuck with it. You know, not that I care about what's going on at FSU, but uh, at, but of course I wonder. They don't have any options, really, because they don't have the money to actually leave the ACC, do they? No, I, I think somebody said it was over a hundred million. If one hundred twenty million, yeah, one hundred twenty million. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have that kind of money laying around, believe me. Yeah, right. Okay, switch switch over to softball I, for a minute. To be honest, wonder... with you, Florida doesn't have that kind of money laying around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure of that. Not when we're spending two hundred million to upgrade the swamp. I don't think. Yeah, really I wonder where that's going to come. Anything from. soon? Yeah. I got to come up with that money first, I guess. Do you have any opinions about the softball team? And the, I think somebody talked about this last week, going out to California to play in that UCLA tournament out there, and you need to go one and three. And maybe you should stay home and play more tournaments down in Tampa and things like that. Well, but they play there every year. They play out in California every every year this and time. And it's of year. good for recruiting because yep, and you and, show. Prospects who are going to be playing in California, they like that. Yeah, not only that, but the, the parents get to go see their kids because yeah. there's a lot of kids from California. So that's why they've done it every year, and that's the path they've chosen. And um, it, it's worked out pretty well over the years. Didn't work out very well this year. I know they had a lot of rain and cold. It was kind of bad conditions, but it's still no excuse mm-hmm. for getting beat 10 yeah. nothing. You All know? right. Okay. So now, what about the basketball game tonight? We got uh, Georgia in Athens. Yes. You, uh, I'm hoping they to be at the gate. Of course, to be on the network. Hoping the Gators will come through tonight and win a game. I, I would luck. think that they have a chance because Georgia's not playing so well either. So. No, they yeah. they've gotten beat really bad by some a lot of teams. But every time you want to count them out, they come back and win a couple games. They'll play well tonight, though. You All watch. Right. So this could. Okay. You know what? The the bad thing is, <laughs> I don't know if it's bad or not. Because really, who cares anymore? But if they if Florida loses this game, it could end up with like an eight nine matchup with Georgia in the SEC tournament. <laughs> Great, another yeah. really? play him three okay. times the yeah. first year of Mike White. Okay, being that, that actually had seen something on the on Facebook about the the matchups, and I thought the first matchup might be Arkansas. But you're there's saying no you know, there's Georgia, no telling. There's no telling. I mean, there's so there's still two games to play yeah, for everybody. Gotta, it'll all work itself. So okay. anything is, okay. that's written or or done on that is just uh, what what it would be now. But yeah, it doesn't mean well, it's going to be that now. Arkansas is one of those teams that nobody wants to play right now. Yeah, they're tough. Oh, absolutely. They got a good team. Yeah. They got really talented yeah. players. Um, there are coach. times when they don't play well, um, but everybody's got that. Everybody's got that issue. Yeah. I mean, Alabama has that issue. Okay. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Pat. Thanks, Byron. Good to hear from you. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, there was something he mentioned I was going to talk to you about, but now I've gone blank on what it was. So what happens when you get old? FSU? Yeah, not FSU, something else. Matt Baker was on saying that 
if FSU wanted to get out and went to another conference, they, anything they made on TV would not go to the, the new conference center. It would go to the ACC center yeah. because of this well, media rights. Yes, that media right. Yeah, the, yeah. the grant of rights. You, so who would want FSU if the money is going to go somewhere else? Well, a lot of people said that in their lives, Robbie. Who would want FSU? Like to get, you know. Yeah. Who would want FSU? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do I, – I, there's a weird feeling I have. Like, we haven't seen a big college football story in a while here. Yeah. And, and it feels like one – and I don't know what it's going to be. I have no idea. But it feels like something is going to happen in the next two weeks. Something's going to break? Something big. Somebody jumping conferences. Somebody coming up with schedules that are freaking us out. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more. The three teams – that would be the worst teams that Florida could get on the per- as their permanent opponents if they go to nine games. Also, we'll uh, talk about why NIL might actually be a good thing. Not a- Everybody's running out their cars off the road right now. we got to get out of here for the first hour. We'll be back with the second hour again. We'll cut out a little bit early for Gator Baseball at Jacksonville University. My lucky town, Jacksonville. We'll be right back with more of the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. No, it's not. It's Pat and Robbie on a perfect PR. Day today. We're PR. Bad PR. Yeah. Um, personal record too. Yeah. PR. Uh, we are sitting here looking at watching uh, around the horn with no sound and uh, guys shooting Stegman Coliseum. Stegman Coliseum with no sound. So we we're we're just kind of in oblivion. But there's a lot to talk about, and we. I did bring this up in the first hour, Robbie, but I didn't really get into the detail. But I'm going to tell you why. It's all of a sudden I had this epiphany. Why do I have a feeling I'm going to resist it? You're not going to like it. You didn't okay. any more than you liked my going to the NFL model for college for the SEC. Yeah, scheduling. That, that, it did not land well with you. Did not. Okay, here's why NIL is good for college sports. There's a lot of guys that only are coming back. Because they can't get NIL deals. So the game, in theory, should be better than it's ever been. Because better players are going to be playing. Where's my gong? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonging you on that one. Come on, man. That is such a reach. No, it's right. That's such a stretch. Well, look, Colin Castleton probably doesn't come back if there's not No, he probably would NIL. I mean, uh, you don't think uh, Schwebway came back because uh, he just loves the Kentucky fans. I mean, guy, I, I'm just saying the game actually – It gives them a reason to come back here. Yes. Okay. So I think that it actually, in that way, it actually helps. Now – In the meantime, the whole thing is out of control and nobody yeah, – Forget runaway it, train. Forget it, man. Runaway train that's so bad it makes people You curse. have too much time on your hands. 
sticks. Time on my hands. <laughs> no, I, I think that there is a positive in that way. Certainly is a positive if you're getting a million dollars, but you'd be excited about that. Yeah. By the way, uh, today in the NFL, a lot of uh, – and by the way, phone lines are open for you at 392-8255. You don't have to agree with anything I said, but it would be nice if somebody did. Um, Robbie doesn't agree with anything I ever say. So. No, I, I usually do agree with you, but not on this one. The, um, in the NFL – you, you're going to have to have a scorecard to to know who uh, play is going to be playing quarterback for everybody. Mariota released, Wentz released, Carson Wentz released, Derek Carr visiting the Panthers, and I've got a new nickname for Aaron Rodgers. You ready? Yeah, Papillon. He went to the darkness. Yeah, you know. he did. <laughs> now he's going to jump. He was chasing off a that cliff, little centipede trying yeah. to eat it. <laughs> he wonder, is so whacked out now. But he, I, I would still nobody knows what the answer is on him. And then the pack Packers want to keep him, right? They do, but they're like, we want an answer though. And then Joe Klecko comes out and says, I don't want him coming to the Jets because it'll be bad for the young guys in the locker room. And I'm like, what have you guys done? You haven't done anything positive. You know what the problem's been? You don't. You haven't had a quarterback since Namath. I know it's been a long time. Or maybe Richard Todd. I'll give you him. But I mean, the fact that they're Boomer. courting Derek Carr so hard that. I mean, is he really going to be the answer for the Jets? I mean, he's getting older. You know, to me... The Raiders have released him. I in a way, it. Derek Carr is Graham Mertz. Kind and of, that, yeah. And that I, every time I watch a play, I go, God, this guy finds a way not, not to get things done, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but maybe he gets into a new place and all of a sudden... It go, it a new start and a new offense? Who knows? Getting new starts is very, very important yeah. for people. Um, what would have happened to Joe Burrow if he'd never transferred from Ohio State? I don't know. He might be working we, at like McDonald's. We, we may have never heard of him. Yeah, I well, Think about I re- that. remember, and uh, you know, obviously, Kay Stevenson uh, was a great quarterback at Florida. Never played here, but had a long yeah. NFL career. Right? He played a little bit. He yeah. was a backup to the but he he had a career. Spurrier's backup. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, played in the NFL and coached in the NFL for a long time. Um, but he's I've been on his radio show numerous times and um I remember when Burrow was in the was it even a portal? I don't yeah. think it was a portal. That's when your graduate transfers. He, were. Yeah, but he wasn't a graduate. I know. I don't know what the, uh, whatever, maybe whatever, was. Whatever happened there, yeah. Um and he was saying, Why doesn't Florida go after him? Because this would have been Mullen's first year. Two thousand eighteen. Yeah, and I and I said, Well, you know, they'd have to t- it's there's a lot to the Mullen offense, and they don't want to bring him in and start fall practice. I think is why. Blah blah blah. That was a bad. That was a bad decision that they decided <laughs> yes, not to. Yes, it was. <laughs> Although you know they did pick six of them and won the game in the swamp in 2018. And the guy who ended up being the quarterback, not that year, yeah, but the following year was pretty good. Yeah, he was. Um, and he had better. Certainly, uh, and that was one Burrow of the more entertaining games ever. Was that Baton Rouge game between Trask and Burrow? They went every, but but he was going up and down the field. I think it was forty two twenty eight final, but it was it was because it was thirty five twenty eight. Yeah, and then they got a a turnover. Well, they got a pick six that actually got called back for I think it was an illegal block, so they still got the ball. Yeah, and then they I can't remember if they scored or they got a turnover and scored, but there was. They yeah, remember it was the, a one-score game. They then. got the pick in the end zone yeah. when the guy held on Tyree Cleveland, 
And uh, again, you got to play around officials. I yeah. say that all the time. I'm not complaining about officials, but um, he would did hold. And um, but yeah, it was a really entertaining game. Except that it was at night. And we were on deadline. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. never fun. A tough one. I never asked you this question. What is, what was your favorite? I mean, we covered a hundred games together. What was your favorite SEC stadium to cover? My to favorite games, one? other than well, I really liked. Uh, Sanford Stadium was good. Oh, I, that's the best. I like that. I and I loved Auburn, especially with the open air press box. The way it, that's the way it was. I don't know if it is now. You don't. But I, I always like covering games in Auburn. I can tell you one thing you didn't like about Auburn. What? Getting out of there after the oh game. Oh my God. Oh. That's the There's worst. There's one road out, basically. One road out. There ain't well one way out, babe. Lord, I just can't go out that door. And then at night, night game, it's just. And we the trouble was we'd get, we'd be done quicker than normal because deadlines. we had deadlines, yeah. so we'd get stuck in that traffic. And it would take hours to get out of there. You get back to your room about, and you couldn't stay in Auburn because there's there's no, one hotel basically. Yeah. Um. So we get back to our room about three. But yeah. I love the, the setting. I didn't, I didn't like. I in in you know in a way, Tuscaloosa was my one of my favorites because we were down low open air. Remember that? Yeah, that was good. I we were that. about. 40 rows up, and it was open air. It was beautiful. Um, but, again, it was the same problem, Gleeve. Yeah. We never, we could never get up, get out of there. No, we couldn't. It was – trying to think where else. Well, I, I, I think the my favorite press box now, or at least the last – before we quit, was uh, Lexington. I loved when they redid their press box. Yeah, that I did. It was great. South Carolina always treats you good with their – in the press box too, yeah, with food and all that stuff. But yeah, Kentucky's new deal was good. Although that was the the famous scene of where we got told not to cheer in the press box. Oh yeah, when we were watching the what game? Were we it was watching? Auburn Georgia. Yeah, and that was a game where um, the ball was thrown down the middle. And and got tipped. Got and, tipped and went for a touchdown. It was and we a, went, oh my god, the catch six or whatever. And, and and you and I are watching at the same time. Florida's we're well, we're watching the Florida game too. Don't but we were watching. This is the reaction. We're watching to the, both. Auburn game though. Yeah, but but Florida just got a first down, but we went, "Whoa! I can't <laughs> believe that!" And uh, the announcement and they, came, announcement, uh, ladies and gentlemen. There is a reminder from the corner of the Florida or the uh, what is it called? I can't think of the Football Writers Association yeah. of America. There is no cheering allowed in the press box, and we're like, we weren't okay. cheering this game. <laughs> We were cheering it was early game. in the first quarter in that game. Yeah, it was. I think Kelvin Taylor got the first down, as I yeah. recall. Was Chris almost, Taylor, I mean, uh, Chris Harry had the best one, though, at Tennessee in 90. You weren't there, I wasn't though. there in yeah. 90, yeah. But you've heard that one. I think I have. I don't. It's where the second half kickoff, Tennessee, I can't remember his name, the receiver. Dale Carter? Yeah. Returned it for a touchdown, and the a press box erupted. And nobody said anything. <laughs> and then Florida's returning the kick, and it didn't go anywhere. But Chris Harry goes, oh. And they go, no cheering in the press box. So Chris <laughs> Harry, he really wasn't. He was, he, he was mocking the fact that the Tennessee press box went crazy on the thing, and they didn't say a word. That's beautiful. Dirty Harry. <laughs> Almost all, I think my favorite still, though, was in Vanderbilt. And Coach Spurrier had to sit out in the press box because there wasn't room in the – the, he didn't uh, understand that. And yeah, and so Florida got a first down. And literally it was their first first down, I think three quarters. And uh he went like this. Yeah. And, and so 
Yeah, I think Steve McClain. The McClane, legend got called out. Steve McClain had to go down there and go, oh, Coach, there's no cheering <laughs> in the press. Book. I wasn't cheering. I was clapping. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that's that's one of my all-time favorites. The, the, be, the, the best one, though, the Ohio State-Florida championship game where the woman sitting next to us, the radio from Ohio State. Oh, yeah. She cheered on the opening uh, kickoff, and they threw her out of the press that's box. That's right. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It was. That's yeah, they right. said you've got to you've got to go. Yeah, you can't do that. And and a lot of you will probably sit there and go, "Well, I don't understand why it's a big it is a big deal. We're trying to and work." And she was being very obnoxious before the game, too. Well, you know what she wasn't being? Obnoxious after the no, game. No. And and I That was one of my favorites. It things. is funny because I heard this somebody say this a national writer on the air the other day, uh, this a month ago, but he was talking about Ohio State fans are the worst. The worst. And and I was thinking to myself, aren't they all about the have same? Have you though? ever run into any you know Kentucky basketball fans? Oh my or gosh. Alabama fans or no? But he he insists. And then I remembered all of a sudden it went back to me when uh, Karen and and Kelly and all the all the their family were out there for that national championship game in '06, technically '07. That they said that Ohio State's fans were the most obnoxious they ever been around. I'm like, really? More obnoxious than Tennessee? More obnoxious <laughs> they were, than... The... you got to be kidding me. But apparently they were. And uh, and that hasn't changed. Uh, what were Nebraska fans like in 95? Ni- they weren't obnoxious, were they? I don't... Yeah. Isn't that where Kelly poured a pitcher of beer over she somebody's head? She did pour head? a pitcher of beer. So maybe did... they were obnoxious. Uh, maybe she was obnoxious. <laughs> that, uh, shocking. <laughs> All right, let's get a couple of calls in here. Uh, Graham's up. What's going on, Graham? Hey, um, I had a comment about the uh, NIL. Um, it seems like the way it's set up now, it's kind of a dodge. I mean, the product of their name, image, and likeness really is the TV money. And I don't know how the NCAA got out of, you know, sharing that uh, revenue instead of they just kind of came up with this whole okay, you can pay players with the boosters. So if they came back and went after the TV money, then maybe you could share it more equally, and this would actually be something you could regulate and make sense of instead of just a free-for-all. Well, they are sharing all the TV money. It all gets split. There'll be 16 ways. But the players aren't getting it is what he's saying. No, but I mean. That's what I'm saying, the players. Yeah, that should be the pool where it comes from. Yeah, that that's the product of their name, image, and likeness, really. Uh, from you know, from my standpoint. Yeah, no, the, your your point's a good one. Um, the, I think what has happened is because you have so many different uh, rules, state to state, that nobody's really kind of tapped into that part of it. But eventually, maybe they will. Now, again, Florida uh, is going to have more control over what's going on with their the Gator Collective and more the uh, obviously uh, the new law that was passed NIL law that was passed is going to give people uh, give the schools a little more control over it but um, I don't know I mean eventually uh, you know you've got to pay for these other sports and Florida's got a budget that you got to adhere to but well for one thing though the, the source of the money is coming from boosters so how long are they going to keep giving and giving and giving like they are that's the At some that's point, do you say, I yeah. can't give another million? I, You know, that's the source of the income now. There's got to be another yeah. source. If that money starts to run out, then the players might start to think, hey, we, we need some of that TV, TV 
Okay. Yeah, but again, anyway, they if they, if they had a uh, if they had a union, that that's what what they would probably go after. But because it's individual players, that's where you don't like you'd have oh, to get okay. them all together and whatever. But no, your your point's a good one. It is. Okay. All right. Well, have a good one. Thanks all for right. the call. Appreciate the call, Graham. We'll uh, we do have to take a break. We'll do that. We'll come back with more of the tailgate. Got a couple of calls in the line. We'll get to them, Brad, David. And if you want to get a call in, we've got till uh, 5.50 today. So we'll be back with more here on the tailgate on WRUF, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Rory McDermott. Gators baseball is playing their first game of a home-and-home series tonight against Jacksonville University. Number 6 Florida is coming off the series sweep against Cincinnati and is looking to keep their bats hot and improve their record to 8-1. Make sure to catch coverage of the game right here at 555. Tonight in college hoops, the Gators men's basketball team is taking on the Georgia Bulldogs. The Gators and Bulldogs are currently both on a three-game losing streak. These teams last met in January, which resulted in an 82-75 Florida win. The Gators women's basketball team is facing Kentucky tomorrow night. The Gators are looking to pick up their third consecutive win as they take on the Wildcats, a team that has lost their last seven. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Warren McDermott. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. (laughs) In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. We got, uh, I don't know, 30, 28 minutes ago. Getting out a little early for Gator Baseball. Of course, they play at JU. Gators had a huge weekend, and uh, Caglione got an award, and uh, Waldrop got an award. I don't know what they were for. There's a million awards. Co-player of the week. But Whatever. One. <laughs> Let's get to Brad's call. What's up, Brad? Pat, Robbie, how y'all doing? Good. Good to hear from you, Brad. Yeah, man. Good to hear from you. I got you guys reminiscing about uh, the old days there, and I had to give a call and just chime in, you know. You doing okay? Uh, I'm doing well. Good. The library's treating me, treating me good over there. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. Um, I know, man, this weekend, Gator Nationals. Robbie, when was the last time you missed the Gator Nationals? Well, uh, I this will be next second I think it's run. next weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it's next Is weekend. Is it next weekend? Yeah, yeah. next weekend. Ah. Ask I me if I miss it. Although I will say this, I'll be out there playing golf at Ironwood, and they'll You'll be out there. It, yeah. They'll be out there testing, and I'll hear them. Shanking them into the shanking them into the lakes. Those were some long but days I, out there, Brad. It it is a very different place to be to be on a golf course and hear uh, NHRA cars going and gunshots coming from the gun range over there. It's like you're sitting there going at the same time. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what how to feel right now. <laughs> But uh, so I was calling because, you know, there is no cheering in the press box, but sometimes in the photo room, there was definitely some cheering. I there was. That. <laughs> there was definitely some cheering. And my best story is, I don't know if you guys knew, but the very first Gator football game that I ever covered with the paper was the 08 National Championship game. And I got to, you know, be down there on the field with the guys. And I remember them saying ahead of time, you know, you know, you you can't remember. Don't cheer. We know you're. We know you, you don't cheer. And I was like, okay, okay. And I'm down there. First touchdown. Sitting next to Rob Witzel, who's our lead photographer at the time. Yeah. And Gator score the first touchdown. I give a big fist pump, and I'm like, yeah. And the the look in his eyes <laughs> could have killed me. you. Huh? <laughs> he wanted to strangle me. I'm just like, oh. Okay, I, I got you on that one. <laughs> well, there was a there was a legendary story. Yeah, Dooley has a great one here about uh, Lindsey Scott play. You know, nineteen eighty, uh, nineteen eighty, where there's a great picture in the Times Union shot from the what would be what the west side uh, across it's the field. Lindsey Scott Lindsay scoring on the east side, and behind him there's a Georgia photographer with his arms raised in the air. And a camera hanging around his neck. <laughs> he missed the shot. Not even taking the picture. Yeah, yeah. he missed the shot. Well, that, I think it was an, actually a Time Junior. I think it was a Time yeah. Junior. They want to know why didn't we have this picture, and there he is in the background yeah. with his arms in the air. We win. That's always the best when you get back into the photo room and you could be like, hey, Dave, come over here. Look, look, you didn't get that shot because look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Staring down at the camera. Somebody's chimping the camera rather than taking a picture. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was <laughs> – that was a legendary one. In fact, I can see that guy's pick face in my yeah, in my mind. Snap! <laughs> I snapshot it. <laughs> but Brad, we had fun. All we right. had fun doing the uh, 
the swamp cast. That was good. I, people should know that you were the, yeah, the guy that did them. So. Brad misses those yeah, I days. Tried. You don't miss much else. I, <laughs> I don't miss much else. Hanging with you guys was definitely one of the best times. Yeah, it was great, yeah, right? I'm glad, you, glad you're doing well, too. And that 08 trip to Miami was legendary. Yeah, it really was. Say that. It, no question. It was. It was epic, as Robbie. That was when Brockway was doing karaoke. Yeah, at the, uh, yeah I did. Karaoke <laughs> on the beach? Yeah, yep. I did karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Wanted dead or alive. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. wanted dead or alive. Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. did karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on first? Yeah. Uh, well, it's good to talk to you guys. You too, Brad. Good to hear from you. Here and, I'll, and I'll chime in again next time y'all are together. All right. Sounds good, Brad. Good to hear from you guys. You too. All right. Thanks All right. a lot for the call. Let's get to David. What's going on, David? Good afternoon, guys. I, I called to talk a little basketball, but I heard you talking to Ohio State fans. And uh, first of all, I take full blame for the loss for the uh, Florida Gators and the Fiesta when we lost that national championship because I've been to the other three where we won but I didn't go to the Fiesta Bowl so you're lucky <laughs> let me tell you what lucky you didn't yeah. go you weren't going to make a difference <laughs> I think Spurrier had the great line uh, that he did in the speech last night he said he told Sonny Dykes you're not the first coach to get his butt kicked in a championship game believe yeah, me yeah he was <laughs> that game was over at halftime both of them yeah, yeah. It, was, it was horrible it was horrible Hey, uh, yeah, but the Ohio State fans, you're talking about them, how obnoxious they were uh, out there in Arizona. I mean, they were obnoxious. And I can remember this one couple. They were in their 40s, and they were so confident they were going to beat the Gators. They were getting married. She had her bridal gown. Classic. I I don't think for a minute Ohio State fans out there thought there was any way they were going to lose that game. And I think they behaved that way, like you said. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, what I was going to touch on, first off, I'm driving through Birmingham, Alabama on a on business trip, and it, I drift back to the first SEC championship game. I brought my son. It was a boys' trip. He was 10. And uh, we go to this steak restaurant, and they put us in the Bryant, Bear Bryant room. I don't even remember the name of the restaurant, but um, he, he, he wanted lobster. And they, and they said it was lobster, I mean, uh, market price. He said, I'll have it at the market price. I mean, he's 10 years old. Yeah, he doesn't know any but, different, uh, different, right? Exactly. But I, what I was going to say about basketball, um, I didn't realize it because I'm not a SEC basketball historian. But, you know, Florida fans get all upset about the down years in basketball. We're actually a blue blood if you look at the history of that. Kentucky has the rest. Well, I saw we were talking about final fours that SEC teams have been to, and it's, you know, Florida's been to five, and, uh, you know, now obviously Kentucky's been to a bunch of them, but other than that, there's not too many teams. Did Georgia make it one year to the final? Georgia made it one year. Uh, Mississippi State made it one year. Uh, I think Auburn made it maybe one year. Yeah. So, but again, but you're right. There's the history of Florida basketball and everybody else. The history of Florida basketball is Billy Donovan and then the rest. That's true. That's true. But you know what? Look at some of these other teams and like Tennessee. They've had some really good basketball teams over the years, but they've never had a Final Four. No, they haven't. And it's not looking good this year for them either. 
No, they're starting to struggle a little. Yeah, they fade uh, a little. Yeah, they are. Hey, keep up the good job, guys. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, David. Uh, let's get Dave in before we get our uh, next break. Uh, Dave, what's going on? Hey, y'all brought something to my attention. Um, you brought up the 95 championship game, and, and uh, um, gosh, you brought up a nightmare for me. One game, away game I've ever been to, to see the Gators win a national championship. So fly out to Arizona, to Tempe, and it's like, what a nightmare that was. That um, was. But I need you to say, I need, do need to say two things. i got to stick up for Nebraska fans. They had me in the top of the north end zone exactly at the dividing point between Nebraska fans and Gator fans. And they were some of the nicest fans I've ever dealt with. So, Well, it's I'll, easy I'll to be up. nice when you're winning like that, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They did say that every time I asked a fan outside of the stadium, what's, what's your prediction? They said, blow out. What's your prediction? Blow out. What's your prediction? Blow out. So they knew something I didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it was just a nightmare watching Quezzy lay there. Uh, they had this little dancing mascot, a little Cornhusker, Cornhusker mascot. Oh, yeah. Was, like sock-like thing. And he'd dance up and down. He'd lay on the ground, wiggle around, turn up side down and dance around. And I turned to the brass pants. What is that? They said, we've been trying to get rid of that thing for years. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the irony of that. I think it was called Big Red, right? It was like inflatable. So. And uh, the next year, Florida – in basketball, alligator. They went to alligator because they they liked it. I mean, the the people that were at the game liked it, and so Florida went to the alligator uh, inflatable guy, and it lasted one year. Yeah, that was, was, it wasn't much of. A after a while, they're like, "This is stupid. It's not going to work." It's kind of like uh, trying yeah. to do. Uh, I won't back down during basketball yeah. game. You just can't do doesn't it. work. Just doesn't work. But my biggest memory, I think, from that game was the morning after when we went to the team hotel in Spurrier. We had like a little press thing with him. And I've never seen him down that down ever. Oh yeah. And he I've never seen him that down again since then either. He was really down. Yeah. I gotta give you a little inside scoop on something else too. We're on a plane with a bunch of Gator fans, including coaches uh mom and dad. And I remember her getting on the plane and asking her husband, So and so should should that boy have been playing? I don't know, dear. I don't know. <laughs> oh so. Lawrence Phillips. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. He shouldn't have been. No, he shouldn't have been. That's, I don't think, again, I don't think it would have mattered whether you were no. at the game or whether Lawrence Phillips was at the game. Yeah, that it didn't team matter. was just so good and they steamrolled Florida. And the funny thing is, when Robbie and I were at Media Day, Robbie turned to me at one point and went, Stampede, when he saw Nebraska come out there. They, they were so physically they were, superior. Yeah, they were like... just ridiculous. Yeah, they lined up those two guys in the outside. And rushed Danny, and, and he couldn't get the ball off in time, and they just crushed him. It was it no, was, he, yeah, it was Danny. Danny had no chance in that game. No, it was it was a nightmare. All right, well, thanks for uh, taking my phone call. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate the call. Uh, by the way, so NCAA uh, Final Fours, we know who's number one, right? Yeah. How many for Kentucky? Seventeen. Jeez. <laughs> it's been a while, but they it has been a while. Um, and then second, technically, is Arkansas, but but they, not when they were in the SEC. They only got two in the SEC, yeah. so I don't I don't only count two. <laughs> yeah, they got six overall, and then third would be Florida at five, which is pretty impressive. That is that that does make them a blue blood in the conference. In the conference, yeah, yeah. no question. LSU four haven't been to one since '06, and of course a lot of that was Dale Brown. Dale Brown. And those Dale years. Brown's still alive, isn't he? I think he is, yeah. He was in that uh, – I, I just saw him not long ago. A, great, uh, um, a great documentary on Chris Jackson 
I can't remember what his name became, Muhammad Abdul Rahim, I think. Something what, like that. Whatever yeah. it was. Again, yeah. I, I apologize for getting that name wrong probably. But it's really good. It was unbelievable. And it, it one of the best players I ever saw in this conference. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say this out loud and probably get yelled down for it. I thought he was a better college basketball player than Pete Maravich was. Pete Maravich was only about one thing, and that was scoring. scoring. And he didn't care about anything. They didn't, they didn't or anything win any else. games. Uh, he was a great player, but I'm telling you, I think Chris Jackson was a better player uh, as far as a, te- a team player. That was the one upset you can never, ever explain, how nope. Florida beat that LSU team with Stanley Roberts. I think they only won six or seven Sack. games that yeah. year. Yeah. That's when the whole, everybody was gone. Yeah, Shinsis quit. Shinsis had quit. Chapman had to quit because of his knees were killing him. Yeah. Uh, other final fours, Georgia went to one, which we talked about, 83. That was a year after Dominique left. Yeah, which figure is that out. Crazy. Uh, and then, of course, Mississippi State. I mentioned earlier that Dante Jones one that they had. They were that team was pretty amazing. In fact, and then South Carolina. We all know uh, when they beat Florida to go. Yeah. And that's it. That's it for the SEC. They're it's doing not easy to do. No, they're doing this history of the SEC uh, on uh, the SEC Network, and I watched. It's on every Monday night, like at nine o'clock, nine to ten. I watched the one last night because uh, the the. Uh, Kruger's team was part of it. Yeah, the next 94. one is the one you want to watch because the next one is the Billy the Donovan back-to-back. and the back to back. That's going to be. And I think uh, yours truly was interviewed. They interviewed me for like two hours in a little house they used over little here. Clips. And I, I, I don't know what they've used. They may have not have used anything. They might have said, "Yeah, there's a problem with this." Do did they that. pay you for that? Not for name, that. image, and likeness. No, I, I got no nil money <laughs> for it. Uh, you should have negotiated a little harder. All right. Yeah, I know. I, I I did do that with the football one that's going to come out. And I don't know when it's going to come out. They told me it was going to come out near the Super Bowl or right around the Super Bowl, and it hadn't come Nothing out. Nothing um, But I talked them into – I said, look, if I'm going to go do this and spend four hours doing an interview, i got to get something. Yeah, why should you Why should you not? Well, I, they. I talked them into – They're going to make money off of your – Yeah, name, the, image, the show you're a part of, yes. <laughs> So I got. I said, "Hey, what if I show, give you, bring you some memorabilia, you know, like some, uh, some of the uh, headlines and headlines? Yeah, yeah. yeah we newspaper. I framed some of them framed up on my yeah. wall, and they so they did that, and they paid me a little bit. So it was something. It's the only check I've but ever you gotten had to from work for it. England. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was an English crew. So interesting. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap up the uh, first hour. PG, hang on. We'll get to you. Also, I want to. I still haven't gotten to 40 years ago, something that happened. I want to talk to Robbie about. You're listening to The Tailgate here on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. 
Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Partly cloudy skies are expected as temperatures tonight fall through the 80s into the 70s and eventually land into the middle 60s by early tomorrow morning. Now with that does come the potential for some areas of dense fog. So visibility under a quarter of a mile will be possible tomorrow morning. As we get into the afternoon, we'll see mostly sunny skies, a bit more sunshine than what we saw today. Highs in the mid-80s. From the Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Pallard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You have dogs Nah, how many dogs? No, the reason I asked is because I was happening to be looking through my phone. Dog was literally licking a baby's face. And, oh, that's so cute. I'm the J. You know what a dog's That's the problem with you. Well, until I recognized that the baby was like six weeks old. The baby's going to be immune to disease that for the rest like of the year old. Dog's mouths are cleanest thing on earth. Yeah, the, whatever. Key, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. We only have about nine minutes to go until we get out of here for Gator Baseball against Jacksonville tonight. Let's go ahead and get to a phone call quickly. PG's up. What's up, PG? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Good. So you mentioned Arkansas. That was like Nolan Richardson and Scotty Thurman and the 40 minutes of uh, hell. And I think they went back-to-back. Yeah, 94 and 95. Yeah, yeah, that team was really good. Yeah, and that, man, that, they were just, I don't know, like a, like a presence. You know what I mean? Like, like, kind of like Michigan in a way when they got Chris Weber, 
they just were different than everybody else and kind of intimidating. And um, even their coach just was dressed like just, I don't know, just looked like a different breed. But yeah. I miss college basketball back then, you know? Well, here, here's what's uh, funny. style of play was intimidating. One of the things that they were talking yeah. about in this, this special that's on the SEC Network uh, because, you know, Arkansas won the national championship and the SEC is um, – that's one that, that was when they were in the SEC. Yeah. Um, but um, they were talking about – because remember that show where they had the four guys sticking around? Was it called – what was it called? Not not the sports writers, but anyway, you know, it was like it would be uh, – it's kind of like what – On Sundays? Yeah, it's kind of like what um, – um, oh, I, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like what Around about. the Horn yeah. is yeah. now. But anyway, and Mitch Albom's one of the guys. Who they were all sitting there. Did not like very much. And uh, they said, who do you think is going to win? He goes, I think the smarter team's going to win. So he was picking Duke. Oh. And, and all the Arkansas players, <laughs> their ears perked up, and they go, say what now? Yeah, what are you t- – <laughs> oh. That's and, 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 a little inflammatory. Yeah, and, that, and they went out and beat them. So. Yeah, Good for I them. think the Boston, the Globe Rider was on that. I yeah, Bob Ryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know uh, uh, William Roden was on a lot. Yeah, we used to watch. That was a big. That yeah, was you back. Watch that every Sunday. That was before people would just start screaming at each other and and that make it a show. Like me and Ron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Mahmoud Raouf. That was Mac- uh, yeah, yeah Raouf. Yeah. yeah. So the reason I'm I'm going to that is Dale Brown. So. Shaquille O'Neal, I watched the documentary. It's on HBO on Shaq. Uh, yeah, it's good too. He was. You saw that and how Dale Brown happened to be in the mountains uh, in Germany where Shaq was stationed. Shaq wasn't even a good player. He was maybe six four, six five, and he couldn't really run down the court really well. And he wasn't. He got cut. Uh, he got put on the JV, kind of like a little rumor that like he got cut, but he got put on the JV. Long story short. Uh, he asked Dale Brown for the LSU workout plan, and then they corresponded, and then Shaquille O'Neal just blew up, you know, literally. And, you know, he said, I'm going to play for Dale Brown. Dale Brown was in the mountains of Germany at some That's a great story. Day. I'd never heard that. Yeah. That was a great story. Yeah, I, it, I I always thought Nick Nolte's the one who recruited him. Oh wait, that's no, that movie. Yeah, it was yeah. like it, I kind of yeah, blue chips. I was actually thinking that. I'm like, did they maybe get some of that? They probably did. Yeah, from, from that story. But the truth that that's a true story. I mean, Dale Brown is interviewed in this, and they have video of Shaq. It, it starts with a Z. Some mountain town. It was just really interesting. But the the documentary's on HBO Max, and it's worth it because Shaq. I'm gonna definitely watch know, he's that. So yeah, and they talk about Chris Jackson and the LSU days, and Shaq bounced around a lot. He was born and raised in Newark, New Jersey, and then he ended up in Texas, and then yeah. military family. Yeah, his, yeah, his dad yeah. was, and then uh, Germany. Yeah. So, anyway, that's a great that's story. It, man. All right, thanks. Yeah, all thanks for the call. Later. Appreciate it, PG. That was a good one. Yeah. No, it's and again, I've never that heard that. documentary is really good. Uh, all those. Do- I mean, I'm a big documentary guy. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Eagles. That was one the of Eagles the best. was one of the best ones. Uh, the one on um, on uh, the one of my favorites is the Mannings. The, the yeah, that's real good. You need good. to check out the Dean Martin one, Pat. That's I know. Good. I'm, I'm gonna. I may all watch that during the Florida basketball game. Tonight. That's a good idea. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll. I hey, hang out with the Rat Pack a little bit. You gotta. You gotta. You, don't give up. So I'll say, don't ever give up. As somebody once said. All right, forty years ago, you know what happened, Robbie? 
40 years ago. Out what year was that? 40 years ago. Okay. That would have been, what, 83? 83. 83. Yeah. 83. Yeah. The final episode of MASH. I saw that on Facebook this morning. Yeah. 40 years ago today, it is still the most watched show of all time. Not the most watched TV event. Yeah. You know what number one is? I didn't know this. I Return to Mayberry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there should have been there should have been Barney's farewell. That yeah. would have been great. Yeah, I would have watched that a million times. No, the number one all time, one hundred and thirty million people watched it. Now you couldn't get one hundred thirty million people to watch anything now. No, you can come close though. Is it a Super Bowl? No, the landing of Apollo thirteen. Oh, I, that's which we all watched. Well, yeah, and we I mean this Everybody's is back on the edge of their seats. Not everybody even had TV. Yeah. Either. You certainly didn't have nine TVs in your house like we do, but everybody watched. But I remember in the movie they they show people like at t- stores looking at the TVs through the windows watching it happen. The actually this year's Super Bowl is uh, third all time, so they did pretty good, hundred and thirteen million. Uh, but the there's only the only three things in the top twenty I think it is that are not Super Bowl games, right? Are the moon landing, yeah. Nixon resigning, and I remember him well. uh, gosh, what was the other one? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember it. There was another one. I can't remember what it was. It had to be something important. But it, it, but anyway, the rest of them are all Super Bowls. Golly, now I'm going to lose my. I mind remember the moon about. landing, going in our, in our backyard and looking up at the moon, thinking how unbelievable that was. Do you remember the? Uh, I know you know where I was when Nixon resigned. I was at the Quality Inn Caravan working. <laughs> I was at the Gator Bowl. You were at a Jacksonville. That would have been so. It would have been seventy four. So it would have been Jacksonville Sharks. Yeah, Jacksonville Sharks game. I went to one of their games. Yeah, I was there, and they flat. They actually played it on the big screen. They did. So right there, they got ten thousand viewers. They had Raider <laughs> uniforms, right? Kind of sharks, yeah. black and gray. Yeah. Yeah, they that didn't work then. That didn't work, and then they tried to they tried to change names. They went to the Jacksonville Express. That didn't work either. And they came back as the Jacksonville Bulls, just totally different league. Then they came back as there was the Jacksonville Firebirds. I covered all these teams. What was the soccer team? Team in because they came from Boston. They, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they were the Jacksonville team, and like T had anything to do with Jacksonville. <laughs> I know, I had it's nothing. like it's like the St. John's River Junior College Vikings. Yeah, really, no Vikings did, in Florida. Did did we move? Did that school move down to Placa? And they said, "Well, we'll, we'll stick <laughs> with the Vikings, Vikings yeah. nickname." You know, I know we were up here. In yeah, Ob- I never got that one either. We were up here in uh, uh, Minnesota, but we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll where there stick- were Vikings. Yes, right. but we'll we'll stick with that nickname anyway. So yeah, forty years ago today. Good, good. Farewell too. They did a good job with it. 130 million people. Where we? Where'd you watch? 125. That I'm sorry. I watched that in the newsroom at the Clearwater Sun. I I don't remember where I watched it. I know I watched it. The interesting thing, my favorite show of all time. I didn't watch the finale because I luckily it was taped. But I was covering SEC baseball when Seinfeld did their final. Episode. Oh yeah, I remember that. 
But luckily, Karen taped it, so I got to watch yeah. it. Here's another thing we can't tape, which will be Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell coming at you from Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Florida, but we'll go to it after we take this final break. Bold New City of the South. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks to Robbie for being here. We will be back tomorrow. Jeff will be here for the first hour. Make sure you get your questions into him. We'll be right back. Afternoon, I'm Rory McDermott. Gators baseball is on the road tonight in the first game of a home-and-home series against Jacksonville University. Number six Florida swept Cincinnati in their last series, scoring 39 runs across three games. Make sure to catch coverage of the game right here at 5:55. The Gators men's basketball team is in Athens tonight to take on the Georgia Bulldogs. Florida is seeking to break their three-game losing streak and pick up a win on the road tonight. The Tampa Bay Lightning are hosting the Florida Panthers tonight. Both teams are looking to bounce back after losses this weekend. The Bolts are hoping to get revenge for their 7-1 loss against the Panthers earlier this month. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Roy McDermott. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.